Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Well, now I'm really pleased today to welcome Sirka Richardson to studio. Sirka is a singer-songwriter from Dublin and she's headlining the National Concert Hall for the first time this week. She's co-written songs with pop star Ellie Goulding. Actor Eve Hewson was in her first ever band and she knows New York better than most from years of living and gigging there. Sirka, good morning. I'm dying to find out all about life in New York and in West Kerry. But you're going to sing for us first. Accompanied today by Kevin Corcoran on piano, this is Smiling Like an Idiot. One, two, one, two. in Manchester The band said I'm back at the bar And on the way home we stopped for a photo You grin with your teeth Look how happy we are Great song, Sarka. That was gorgeous and it's lovely to hear that version in studio today. Tell me a little bit about your pathway into music. I don't know. I started, I think I, I, I started making songs and I was like eight or nine or ten or something. My granddad, um, actually both of my, all, all of my grandparents are all very musical. So one of my granddads, he was a really great jazz kind of piano player. Okay. Um, I think my other granddad gave me, he had, a, he had a keyboard which he gave to me and I got that when I was seven or eight and just, I was obsessed with it. So I would just kind of sit in my room and write jingles on that for a while. And then I started learning guitar when I was about eight or nine. I started learning the drums when I was 10. And you had a band in school, is that right? I had a band in school, yeah. Um, I went, you mentioned earlier, I went to primary school with with Eve Hewson. So myself and Eve and one of our other friends, Adam, we made a band called Ten Past Two because that was the time we got out of school. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, we wrote loads of songs. We were a very, very serious band for a group of 10 year olds, I think. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I was just, I wanted to be in a band. I wanted to tell people I was in a band. Like I wanted, I, it just, it became like an important part of all of our identities, I think, when we were in fifth class. And you did everything very young, actually, as you say, that band, you're so young, you're still in primary school. But then you went to New York, didn't you, when you were only 18? Tell me about that. Yeah, I was incredibly lucky and was able to go to college in New York. So I moved over um, just a couple, like a week after I got my Leaving Cert results or something. I had a place in a college in the West Village and I went over, I studied creative writing. I was I was looking at doing actually a, a jazz dr- drumming degree and then thought that if I just did that for four years, I might... I might go mad. <laughs> so um, that was kind of when I started singing. I never really sang until then. Um, but I moved to New York. I couldn't bring my drum kit. And I think maybe because I wasn't playing it every day, I, it was just kind of a bit of a void that I wanted to fill. So I'd been secretly writing songs, you know, all through my teenage years, which I had never, other than my 10 past two, like greatest hits <laughs> things, I, I hadn't shown anyone the, my songs that I was that I was writing for myself. So I started going to open mics around New York and probably singing very poorly, very, very nervously, um, just to kind of get over my stage fright. But I just kept kept doing it. Tell me about the Ellie Goulding connection. I love that story. The Ellie Goulding. So I was on a train to Dingle, I think it was last summer 
I put out a, sh- a, a song called Shark Eyes, which was on my last album. The song was only out about two weeks and I, I just opened my phone. I opened Instagram and I had a DM from Ellie Golding just saying, hey, Circa, I've I heard your song Shark Eyes. I really love it and I'd love to do a cover of it. Um, and if you want, like, I'd love to do some some writing with you as well. Obviously, I looked at it and I was like, okay, that is fake. So I went to, <laughs> I went to report it and then I clicked in. And I was like, oh, she has 14 million followers. <laughs> I think that is actually... Real. The real, the real Ellie Goulding. She was so sound because she would obviously she's fairly busy, you know, being a pop star. She um she would send me a message like every every couple of months. She'd be like, oh, you know, I I have I haven't forgotten about it. I'm I'm still going to do that. And so she yeah she recorded she recorded a cover of it with her guitarist, which they put out. Um, it's on YouTube. It's really again Ellie Goulding, much better singer than me. So that's like <laughs> it's kind of cool to hear someone who's a re- technically a very good, good singer sing a song that you've written. Um, and then I went over to London and we did a couple of days, couple of days writing together. Yeah, it was it was really great experience. So look, you're living now in West Kerry, and I read a great interview you did with Una Mullally recently, and you were saying that so many of your generation, young people, you've almost been priced out, not just to places like New York, but even of Dublin. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned to Una that like, up, I think I think two, two years ago, me and all of my bandmates were all living in Dublin. And now n- none of us live in Dublin, and I'm the only one who even lives in Ireland. So that's that's kind of depressing, I think. It's it's a funny thing because when I moved home from New York, I think the thing that kept me in Ireland was the music scene and the and the real sense of community that I found here, which I sometimes struggled to find in New mm. York. Um, but like you know, it sometimes feels like just bit by bit that's that's kind of disappearing a little bit because people people can't you know they can't afford to live mm. in in Dublin. You live, of course, in one of the most beautiful places in the world now, West Kerry. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna leave Dublin, it's not the worst place to go. <laughs> Tell me, I love what you said about your two favorite views in the world. Tell, remind me what they are. Um, yeah, I mean, my I think my my two favorite views would be coming over the Williamsburg Bridge from Brooklyn into into Manhattan, and then but then also the 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 view that you see of kind of like the far of when you're on the Slayhead Drive as well. Yeah, it's so stunning. Yeah. So look, when you step out, Circa, on the stage of our National Concert Hall on Wednesday, how will you feel and what will your inner voice be telling you? Uh, my inner voice will be telling me just to have, have a good time. You know, it's very, very special to play hometown shows in Dublin. Um, I haven't played, like last headline show we did in Dublin was at the Olympia, which was over a year ago. So yeah, I would just be saying, you know, have, have a bit of fun. So listen, what? tell me about the gigs you've coming up. Gigs. So we have, obviously, the National Concert Hall on Wednesday, playing in Dolan's in Limerick on Thursday. Um, and then the following weekend, we were playing in St. Luke's Church in Cork on December the 8th. 8th. Yes. Brilliant. Well, Circa, I know the details, of course, are on your own website, circarichardson.com. Mm-hmm. It was lovely to chat to you this you morning. You too. Thank you so and much. And you're going to sing for us again. You're going to sing now, Map of Manhattan. Yeah. Beautiful song. Thanks so much. Accompanied again, of course, by, by Kevin, Kevin. Circa Richardson, thanks so much for being my guest this Thank morning. Thank you. In the room, talking love and And Jim is asking if we'll do just one more round. Oh, baby, I'm already drunk. I'll never turn you down 